you found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about no bag Billy because Billy Donovan has no coaching bag. We're going to get into all that and more on today's Locked on Bulls. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. Pat, the Bulls lost to the Toronto Raptors today, and it's a loss that, in large part, I'm placing at the foot of who I'm now calling No Bag Billy, and that's our head coach, Billy Donovan. How do you feel about this game overall, Pat? Billy Donovan, not in the entire game, but in the fourth quarter of this game, cost the Chicago Bulls an absolute win. And I'm not going to be one of those people that's going to come in here and be like, Billy was a, listen, we was praising Billy the last two games. For three quarters of this game, he chose hustle over size, and it worked. They were getting out-rebounded still, but the Bulls were winning by eight, going out there, playing hard. The hustle was working. You got P. Will in, good defense. Io came in, kept, kept going. Everything was going fine. Here's where Billy Donovan commits a fireable offense, in my opinion. In the fourth quarter, when you see what your team needs most, you can't pivot it is an aptitude it is inexcusable to see what we saw in the fourth quarter they got five offensive rebounds on one play and you know what billy did let that kid uh, in a timeout call the timeout after after going down right other end puts the same lineup back in hey what what was in that huddle hey boys get taller like, it's 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 insane to me that you literally watched Alex Caruso, who's not giving you more. You're not even getting more. Patrick Williams was a better defender and offensive player tonight. You not even getting more. So what is your stubbornness to stick with an inept game plan versus literally one of the longest teams in the NBA? The Chicago Bulls did not play bad today. They offensively, right, maybe the jump shot isn't exactly what we desired, but you want to know what the Chicago Bulls did today? They shot the ball 52% from the field. True, but 19 turnovers is tough too, bro. Turnovers is bad. Turnovers is bad. I'll give you that. They shot it. 40% from three. They held them to 40% from the field and 35% from the three-point line. You have to help your team go out there and make plays. Did the Bulls have some self-inflicted wounds throughout the night? For sure. But your players put themselves in a position where they were literally just like, please, can, can can we, like, get somebody else out here? that's going to be able to at least box out. 
come on, dog. Like it's it tonight. I'm I'm usually somebody that will come out and defend Billy because I think a lot goes on the players. Your players did enough tonight and played with enough passion tonight. And you didn't help them when they needed help. You left Alex Caruso out on an island to die on the offensive glass. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, and it wasn't, like you said, and it wasn't that he wasn't giving effort. Alex Caruso, for all intents and purposes, was trying. He was trying. But then every time it seemed like he was going to come down to a rebound, you see a long arm come in and just do one of these. And then it'll be out of his and, and it's a, and I think it's telling as well that the Toronto Raptors had 23 more shots than the Chicago Bulls and 19 offensive rebounds. Dog, That's tough, bro. I, I don't know if Billy Donovan thought that Alex Caruso was gonna be a member of the Monstars tonight and just like grow. You know what I mean? Remember, like at the beginning when they all touched the ball. I don't I don't know if he thought that was gonna happen tonight, but this was this was pure. You got out rebounded by 12, 19 to 6 on the offensive boards. You actually won the defensive rebounding battle. 29 to 28, 19 to 6 on the offensive boards. There's not much where I'm like, and here's the thing. I still believe Billy Donovan gets fired today. He's got a job tomorrow. Yeah, Billy Donovan's sure. not a bad coach but you want to know what the best coaches in the NBA do you want to know what the top coaches in the NBA do when they get in a situation that doesn't go with the game plan that you were able to make up in a perfect situation sitting in your sitting in your little cubicle or whatever it is your your, your coach's office with your little board and go up oh, here's the game plan that's it. all right put that in we're gonna run that when when that stops working they know how to change off of that Billy Donovan hasn't figured that out in his entire career. And you ain't got Kevin Durant on the team no more, dog. <laughs> Just deep, bro. Um, I, Here's what I'll say. Yes, the players shot the ball pretty well overall, which is better than what we're seeing. Uh, the, the execution on the offensive end wasn't nearly, and you saw the Bulls had three turnovers in less than the first three minutes of this game. And you knew it was going to be in for a long night. We got a technical foul or a clear path foul, whatever it was. And DeMar DeRozan missed the gimme free throw. That was another foreshadowing of what was to come. It it There were so many little things that came into it. But like you said, with all even all those little things, the Bulls still at one point were in position to win this game. Not making the adjustment of putting Patrick Williams. And like I, even, I said over on Central, at that point, you see that rebound is killing you. I wouldn't even be mad to see a couple of possessions of Drummond and Vooch just to stabilize and maybe to stop the bleeding. I don't know. Like, but Billy Donovan, again, to go back to what he has no bag. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that we keep seeing when Billy Donovan is faced with certain situations to make meaningful adjustments, he falters. And it was something that was evident all night. And I don't know how many times I'm like, all right, listen, cool. Pat, uh, Alice Crusoe's giving some energy. Cool, but we need Pat out there. Why isn't Pat out there? And then, like, it's, I don't know, bro. Like, it was so disappointing to see a performance from a coach in which you can make a simple adjustment to stop some bleeding and you don't. And then also the missed challenge. Patrick Beverly was 100% right. He didn't touch that ball. They, the, the Toronto Raptors then end up getting a three on what they, they called out on Pat, on Patrick Beverly, I should say. And the Bulls should have had – Billy Donovan should have used that challenge. I understand he was holding on to it because there was five minutes yeah. left, but you could have changed the momentum with that. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. 
I I don't hate that because more often than not, I see that bite a coach in the butt, right? Like he uses the challenge on a play with five minutes to go, and then you get to a minute to go, and it's an even more crucial call, <laughs> and you don't get it because you already used your challenge on a play five minutes ago to, on a place that you should have been able to overcome just like that with three minutes to go, right? And and here's the thing. It's still the part for that that irritates me the most is that's the time when Pascal or uh, when Pascal Siakam and Scotty Barnes started to be able to turn defense into offense. Mm-hmm. When you saw Alex Caruso drive to the bucket, get blocked. Patrick Beverly drive to the bucket, get blocked. Uh, uh, Nikola Vucevic tried to do the turn around, get blocked. And then they were going down on the other end to turn it into a bucket. Gary Trenton and Pascal, like that should have been your cue to say, hey, maybe we need to put the dude out there that keeps playing Scotty Barnes really well and getting him to jump and getting him to move and getting him to overcommit on the three-point line. Because by the way, as much as we may like Alex Caruso, again, not giving you more, he can't knock down a three. There's no reason for me to run out to the three-point line. You want to know what happened with the defense out there when Pat Will was knocking down threes? They ran out to him to try and make him overcommit or to, to overcommit to try and make him run off of the three-point line. You want to know what that would have helped? Driving kicks. Like it's 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 I'm I'm not gonna sit here and act like I know more about basketball than Billy Donovan, but the common sense things we should be able to get. The common sense, like, hey, tall people are important. In a sport where the rim is 10 feet tall. We can just start this team right here, bro. We don't even need height. We don't even worry about it. This is this is what this is what Billy Donovan will run around as a starting lineup, bro. That's it. <laughs> it's tough. Like this loss is just disappointing, bro. And I'm I'm dealing with my this is therapy for me right now. Um, it was just frustrating because you, when you see a team and you see bleeding and you don't try to stop it, to me, that's asinine in this league. You got to do something. It's a game of adjustments. You didn't adjust. Yeah, you you you've got to be able to adjust. You've got to be able, and and that's what it comes down to. I'm not. Here's the thing. Game plan worked for three quarters. It did. Game plan worked for three quarters. The, if the Bulls don't turn the basketball over at the rate that they did, I'm about to say it's hard to keep saying things work with the number of turnovers. But I get, what, I get what you're getting number, at. I get what you're getting. At. Turnovers are bad, but you're also playing a team that has a lot of length. You're playing a team that plays the passing lanes really well, right? They're going to cause some turnovers. You have to live with some of it. It's not like the Bulls were just like rolling it to them. Like they were trying to make some of the same passes we saw them make in the last games. It's just Siakam's arm comes this way, Ananobi's arm comes this way. It's a lot harder to get that pass through. I Captain can almost. I, I can live with the hey, hey he would love this team. <laughs> I can live with the turnovers if you come out on the other end and you give the intensity that you gave most of this game. The Bulls didn't play bad defensively for most of this game. The Bulls didn't play bad defensively when they gave up third and fourth offensive rebounds on play. They got back out to the players. But when you give an NBA player four to five times to try and knock down a bucket. Eventually, he's going to knock down a bucket. <laughs> All right, next up, we're going to be talking about the Pat Bev effect. And did we officially see the Pat Bev effect die tonight? Before we do that, got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. We're well past the midway part of the NBA season, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. 
Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores or threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Pat. So we've been talking about the Pat Bev effect. Um, And, you know, that's just a a nifty name for it. It's been more than just Pat Bev that has gone into that. But you poised the question before we started recording. Did we see the Pat Bev effect die tonight? No, okay. um, I thought Chicago, like like I said, I thought the Chicago Bulls played well, um, at least on the defensive end. Offensively, right, turning the ball over, okay. But on the defensive end, I thought that the Bulls did a lot of good things. I think that it's infectious to the point that the the bench comes out and plays well defensively. All of a sudden, maybe that's just the fact of having Io in there on more rest. Maybe it's the fact of actually sending P. Will to the bench, right? Like those are two guys that we look to, to be our, 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 our lead defenders on this team for most of the season. Um, and I think IO off of the bench is playing much better. He's coming in, giving you more of a punch. Uh, the, the Pat Bev effect just can't solve everything though. The Pat Bev effect can't fix ineptitude from your head coach the pat bev effect it, it, it's it's still giving you the punch it's still giving you the juice i did you come out of this game feeling like the bulls didn't show heart in this one no they definitely showed heart in this game definitely and showed so heart I, in this game i think that i think that that means that the effect is still in play but i do think that it means that and and i'm i'm almost glad we have a game like that it doesn't mean that it overcomes everything you can't choose hustle over common sense you just can't. And tonight was a common sense mistake. Tall people matter. <laughs> tonight oh, was that's, a that's, mistake. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I think in, in, in looking at this, and if you're talking about the Pat Bev effect, the, the one thing is that I will say is that um, Billy Donovan, as the head coach, right, is probably the only thing that can stop the Pat Bev effect. And not uh, by that, I mean, there are going to be some teams that we run into. But, I mean, it's just simple that, like, when you have complete incompetence at your head coaching position, it doesn't matter. Like, Pat Bev can't make substitutions. He can't. Like, I'm sure he thinks he can. I'm sure he's probably looked at Billy Donovan a couple times like, hey, Billy, what you doing here, bro? And Billy's like, hey, don't worry about it. We running it. Like, when you have a head coach that is just going to be so stubborn and trying to force what they're doing to work in a game where it's clearly not working, it doesn't matter the Pat Bev effect. It doesn't matter what it is. Like you, you, you it doesn't matter. You can you can have a team full of full of freaking priests out there. It ain't gonna matter. Nothing. Ain't nothing gonna save you. You're not saved. Um, so I, I think as long as Billy Donovan wants to ride this, and that's been always the problem with Billy, right? Is that he he falls in love with things. And then he just he doesn't move off of him. The fact that he even moved and changed the starting lineup to not only Pat Bell but Alice Caruso was huge for for Billy Donovan halfway well over halfway through the season. So when Pat when when Billy Donovan falls in love with this hustle lineup, which granted it worked against other teams, but it's not going to work every game. You're going to just physically you're just going to need size sometimes. That's what she said. Um, 
You're going to need size sometimes. And when you refuse to, to use that because you want to ride this lineup that you're so proud that's worked, you're shooting yourself and your team in the foot. You said it earlier. you got to put your players. You have to help your players out as a head coach, right? Yeah. Not get in their way. Empower them at times. And I and I, and and you, Billy didn't do that. Billy didn't manage this game well at all. And we know he's not the greatest X's and O's coach. He's a solid game manager. And you didn't manage this game in any meaningful way. And it ends up hurting the team. And the, to me, the Pat Bev effect, right? Like when we talk about that, it's about – not only just putting people in a position um, with energy, right? Like not only not putting them in a position, not only uh, giving them the energy for them to go out there and and make big plays and giving them the energy and the battery in their back to say, hey, I'm going to go out here and I'm going to be great. Um, but also the ability to say, hey, I'm running the offense. I'm setting things up. I'm putting us in a position where we're going to be able to go out here and make plays. The one thing that I will say that we saw tonight that maybe could speak to the effect wearing off a little bit is I definitely saw DeMar DeRozan look off Pat Bell. Bro. I definitely saw DeMar DeRozan say, no, I'm going for this. No, I'm taking my shots. No, I'm getting my shots in the rhythm. And he only took 11 shots, right? It's not like he took a ton of shots. But you could see that at the moment when he was trying to do it, he was trying to have that DeMar DeRozan game in uh, uh, Toronto, right? Like, those are that's where he has his best moments. He was looking at Pat Bev and just kind of going into his office to the point where Beverly literally had to just be like, I'm going to just set a screen because he's got the ball in his hand. And I, I think that I think that that's I mean, like Jamar was awful tonight. He, he didn't yeah, have got in the game positively had a couple of nice defensive plays early on. Right. But like when it got to the second half, I mean, he was he was terrible tonight. And and I think he'd tell you that I think that he would. Uh, um, tell you that he he didn't play up to the standard that he holds himself to, only 13 points tonight. But the thing is, at the end of the day, you have to want to run what's being run. And we've said this season in and season out. I don't know about season, but but this season. When DeMar DeRozan decides he's going to go, sometimes that breaks the offense. And when it got into that late in the third, going into the fourth quarter situation, it felt like DeMar DeRozan somewhat broke the offense this time. Yeah, I mean, we've had other moments as well. Like there was a moment with Vooch and Kobe White. They kind of talked to each other a little bit. But it's here's what I'll say. Is is DeMar DeRozan, when, he, when the Bulls need that bucket in the fourth, usually nine times out of ten he's going to get He's-Got. that for you. But there were – the matchup tonight was clearly made for DeMar DeRozan to struggle. Like, anybody they put on DeMar to guard him, literally DeMar couldn't do much with. Now, he didn't always force up shots in those situations, which is cool. It's good that you're not just forcing up shots when you have clearly players that, that understand, know your game, and they're using their length correctly against you. But at the same time, you have to be a smart enough player then to know how to adjust your game. And – to me, like, we all know what DeMar means to this team. We all know he can be the king of the fourth. But I feel like some people um, like to ignore the issues of DeMar DeRozan just because of what he did last season. Listen, it's been – we haven't seen very much of DeMarvelous in the fourth quarter this season. We've seen some of it. But to ignore how DeMar sometimes slows down, affects, impacts this offense is, to me, asinine. 
And it's absolutely happening. And I just hope that AK is seeing this as well. I wish the effect of, that Pat Bev was able to have was to speed up this offense a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. It was just, I mean, there, there was a point. I think the fourth quarter was the most interesting because it really just showed kind of, one, that DeMar was taking, um, he, he had the ball in his hands a little bit more. Again, he didn't take a bunch of bad shots. I'm not sitting here telling you that he had an awful night um, shooting the ball. I mean, five for 11. But the thing is, right, like, when the offense was running through the point guard, it allowed other people to do so much. And if you're hitting your shot, I get it. If you're getting the calls, I get it. You got to go to DeMar DeRozan because he is that kind of assassin. But you can't be so much of an assassin that you take your team out of the game. And it felt like that in moments in this game uh, in that fourth quarter. It felt like we're not we're not really in this right now, right? When he got the... Uh, when he got the 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 technical foul for the foul on the inbound, right? It was one of those where you looked at it and you were like, okay, it seems like you're trying to get something there. It felt like a little floppish to me, but all right, I'll take it. And then he comes down the next play, runs right through my mans to get the charge. It's like, we don't need that. We can set things up. We've seen that when we set things up, it works on this team. We've seen that we find the open shot. You did it for two games. Just because these guys have a little more length, right, doesn't mean that we need to force the square peg into a round hole. We just need to run a more up-tempo offense and be able to knock down some shots. By the time they had six threes in the third, we hadn't taken one. That's 2005 versus 2023. I, 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 I'm, I don't want to see 2005 again. <laughs> 2005 a basketball odyssey aka the ballad of demar Derozan. but with that being said <laughs> before we go today before we wrap up we also got to talk about it. we got an update to the roster goran Dragic was waived now this could mean that somebody's coming it also could be a cost saving uh measure by one jerry penny pitching reinsdorf yep. when you hear about goran Dragic being waived a, do you think this is paving the way to a new signing to come to the roster? Or do you think this is Jerry penny-pinching yet again? I don't know if it's penny-pinching. I, I I think that um, it's probably more of a tip of the cap kind of to Goran, right? Like, hey, we're going we're gonna to wave you. We'll save a little money on our end. But also, we weren't going to play you once we got Pat Bev in here. So, like, go see if you can find you a team that you can attach yourself to, right, um, mm -hmm. for you to be able to get on uh, uh, the court and and continue to play and 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 maybe make a playoff run and you know what I mean stuff like that um but I do think that I don't know if we're bringing a piece in I don't know if we're gonna replace a piece right because even with tonight's game right like listen I saw a couple people I, I asked about Nerlens Noel on my live stream. I, I saw a couple people saying I would love to go get Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel ain't this uh, offensive monster. He's not this rebounding monster. He can block some shots. He's pretty good at that, but he's not right the savior of the Chicago Bulls. He doesn't change the outcome of this game tonight either. And the 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 biggest question that I have is, yeah, we got the spot open, but is the guy that we fill the spot with, if we did fill the spot with a guy, gonna play? I mean, that's the biggest question um, because, I mean, before we bring in anyone else, and I know he's not doesn't solve the size issues, right? Um, but, like, we're not even playing Dalen Terry. We're not even playing Terry Taylor, right? We're, we're not doing those things. So, like, bringing in somebody else, is not, it's, it, it's not going to magically all of a sudden things open up and now, oh, boom, we, we, we got more minutes for people. Like, 
the, the Billy Donovan isn't playing people. So while I do think that maybe the Bulls do go out and do something just to add something maybe on paper, the question is, like, even if you do add that player, how often are you really going to use him? And I don't know if I trust Billy Donovan to use another player being added to this team. Yeah, and, and honestly, maybe we don't uh, – I'm okay with leaving the spot open because there's nobody out there I really want. There's nobody out there I think that makes an impact. There's nobody out there that I think right, – like, shout out to Goran Dragic for uh, being able to, to move on and, and, you know, hopefully be able to get on somewhere else. I thought that you were a good addition to the team. I think injuries kind of derailed what you were able to do. Um, here in Chicago, uh, being off the court, being on, I also think playing time derailed that a little bit as well. Uh, and I think that the fact that the Bulls weren't as far along as they thought they were going to be uh, didn't dera- or derail it a little bit as well. But I think at the end of the day, you're now looking at a team that still seems to be grasping for straws with some of these cuts to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, are, are we really going out to get a Nerlens Noel if we are? Are we really going out to get a, uh, uh, I saw somebody say Stanley Johnson, Carmelo Anthony, right? Like, what are we really realistically filling this roster with? And, and unless we're going to make Melo a spot-up shooter in the corner. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Well, Nerlens Noel, just looking at his stats, he is, uh, he averages uh, six, you know, I'm not going over it because I'm not even finna. Hey, come on, no, we really finna get Nerlens? I'm not, I'm not even finna. I'm not even finna try to talk myself into that. Like they look, they look good. The, the percentages and efficiency as far as block shots and rim protection look pretty good. But the fact of the matter is, he's not playing. Nerlens Noel is not playing. We just talked about a game in which he, Billy Donovan didn't even go to Patrick Williams when we clearly needed his skill set. You think that that Billy's gonna see Nerlens Noel and be like, "That's the guy we need to put in the game"? No, it's not happening. And and the wildest part is right. There's a bunch of dudes with 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 length on our team as well, and we just didn't put them in. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> like Patrick Williams, 22 minutes tonight. I love the fact that we've got a rotation. It's okay to change that. Now I will ask this: with what we've seen, what what, what we saw tonight with the players that are out there, different stuff like that. How much of what we saw tonight do you think affects a decision on what the book? Because this is not an Eastern Conference that is small. Again, does this affect any decision of what on what we saw tonight? As far as this season? As far as this season, bringing in a piece, bringing in an Erlens Noel, bringing in somebody that, that has some size. Maybe I don't know about that. this season. I think definitely maybe in the offseason. But this season, I, I, just, I don't have faith that they're going to do anything. And I don't even think there's anybody out there who makes a marketable change for this team that Billy Donovan is going to feel the need to play either. I see Stanley Johnson. I see Carmelo, you know, Nerlens Noel, who we talked about. If anybody brings up Dwight Howard or DeMarcus Cousins, I may pull out their mama's beard hair. I just don't see it, bro. I don't see it. What? What? I like how you just threw that in there like that was regular analysis. Like, yeah, I mean, like, what? Um, Serge Ibaka is a good name, actually. Is he still available? I wouldn't be mad at Serge Ibaka if you went out and got anybody. Um, not anybody's name. I wouldn't be mad at a Serge Ibaka. That's a really good name. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like, right, 
you're going into tomorrow's game. This is a game you had to get. Now you got to go into a back-to-back. I mean, it's, it, I believe it's against the, the Pistons. Uh, yeah. So you, you got to go into a back-to-back. You got to figure out what – can you just get this thing right back on track? But the problem is, right, like you lost to a team tonight that you needed to be able to climb over. You lost to a team tonight. That's that, important tiebreaker. Important, important tiebreaker. tiebreaker. You're now two yeah. and a half back from the ninth seat. You lost to a team tonight that you needed to beat due to the ineptitude of your head coach in the most important point at the most important point of your season right now. And we're talking about possibly going out to get some <laughs> dude that's not going to play. <laughs> exactly. We're talking about Nerlens Noel. That's what we're talking about here, bro. Yes. It's tough, bro. It's, it's tough. Tough, tough, was a tough loss tonight was a, a, a punch to the gut a little bit. And and the the good I guess the, the good thing to take from it is that right, a punch to the gut because we felt like the Bulls played well enough to win. Yeah. We haven't had many of those. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's a punch to the gut because it's like, hey bro, how'd we just lose to the three win Houston Rockets? Ah, <laughs> uh, this season, bro. This has been a tough season, brother been a tough season brother it's been a tough season hopefully the bulls can turn it around tomorrow uh what one more thing before we go i mean honestly right like long week here a lot of games to play what do we got we got the pistons we got the suns we got the pacers um if we can get two of these Mm -hmm. you're feeling good you're feeling better (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I'm still feeling okay. Like, I'm still, I'm still the way that they play with heart this this game. I'm feeling good overall. I'm just disappointed that it's the coach of all things that held yeah. us back in this game. Uh, but yeah, I'm still feeling good, and I and I do hope the Bulls can still finish out this week strong. Um, they definitely can win at least two of those games. The Phoenix game is going to be tough, and shout out to KD for coming back. Uh, for especially when we were trying to make a playoff push, but you know, I'm still feeling overall good about this team. I'm not getting too far down. This loss sucks. This loss, it's frustrating, but I'm not down on this team quite yet. Now, if they go out and do something, some, some bull type things and lose these next three games, oh, god forbid the fire and fury that I'm gonna have on this show. Hey, hey, look, look, look. I'm still down. Uh, (laughs) I'm not, I'm not, I'm not up on in the slightest, right? Like. You're still 11th in the East, right? We're down, yeah. uh, but no, I, I I agree with you. I'm 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 gonna have some. Uh, I I mean, hey, listen, keep going, keep trying to win, keep trying to fight your way back in. But it helps if you beat the teams that are ahead of you. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, follow us on everything at at uh, Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love, man. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. And thank you for making Locked On Bulls your first listen. Every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Locked On Game to Game NBA. Every game, every analysis, all the breakdowns, everything, uh, the way that only Locked On can do it. You can get it on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. But for Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. And uh, no bag Billy strikes again. We out, y'all. Peace.
Nicholson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done.